on the Spencer's repairs, Goking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man who is suspending his candidacy for president, Derek McCaw. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, is it all the? Well, it's too much pizza. It's all the pizzas. About. That's really oh, where pizza. I was going to go. Yeah. That's what it's called. Uh, it's. Uh, we may have more gamer sounds tonight, actually. Yeah, we may because it's a really hopping night here at Elusive Comics and Games Two Seven Two Five El Camino Real Suite One Hundred Four in Santa Clara, California. They have Magic the Gathering being played, Dungeons and Dragons, and there's something. Uh, there's another game, getting, Fight Club. It's not Fight Club. It's in the back. Even if we, even if it was Lon, they we can't with? talk about it. I'm not in the club. They play World so I don't Warcraft. have to play by the rules. Oh, you're totally going to get... You, oh, I'll bring it on with these nerds. Oh, they're going to cast Magic Missile. Yeah, what are they going to mm. do? Yeah, Magic Missile. Well, guess what? I have I a mage. Magic Missile on <laughs> yeah. it. I have a healing mage that Does will somebody cure have another me. Quarter? I want some more Funyuns! Okay, anyway, we got some comics news. But first, Are there girls there? Not no, not here. Uh, I'm Dan Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. My fabulous announcer, who was very mellifluous tonight. There was a lot of notes in your introduction. M- mellifluous? Yes. Could you, p- for the benefit of the court, please explain mellifluous? It was uh, your voice was smooth and melodic and striking a lot of notes. I'm gonna have to look scale. that up when I get home. Lon Wikipedia Lopez. Uh, that would be a dictionary.com. I'm just saying I use that Wikipedia for everything. Okay, good. Yeah. And across from me, we're a three-man crew tonight because Nate Co- Costa seems a little out of like sorts. like a lame rap band. We, a three-man crew? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I have it. all their albums, actually, from the 90s. Yeah? Okay. Three-man They're crew. cassettes, aren't they? What? They're cassettes. They're cassettes. Well, but albums. Yeah. You know, okay. you release right. a whole album. And across there, podcast producer, engineer, moral compass. Rick Brett Snyder. Yes. I actually have rap on 8-track. Who? Really? Name it. No. Yeah, I because I think eight track was gone by the time rap came uh-huh. in. Wouldn't that be a great collection? I had item? the Panasonic eight uh, track tape player, the plunger, the dynamite plunger. Oh, that one's a classic. That was awesome. But yeah. you know, if you were in the, one of those record clubs, you could often have them in different media types that normally weren't available. For mm-hmm. our younger listeners at home, A-track? Wikipedia. Okay, A-track. absolutely. So we got some comics news, some movie news, a little bit of TV news. Let's start with comics. But actually, since uh, Rick pointed out, we'll be podcasting next week. And then I think we, we may still have time we'll for have one, one more, more podcast. But, so, know, but this is a good, still good shopping oh, time. Yeah. I got fanny mail. You got fanny mail from really? Rick Bross, Bossert, Bill Bossert, Bill Bossert. Whatever. Oh my God. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. I Rick. do. Wow. But, you know that's Bill, not fair. Whatever. Oh, Bill, dude, don't Bill, lie to Rick, Lon. Brick. Lawn. I'm is, just calling Brick from Lon now on. Lawn is barely literate. Okay. No, I'm a syphilis. Isn't that what you said? <laughs> He's earlier? got syphilis. That explains a lot. My syphilis. Here, take this arsenic. Okay, go ahead. Should I go the fanny mail, or you want to do the gifts? Go the fanny mail. We right. always do the fanny mail first. It's not uncanny, but we got fanny mail from Brick. Um, all right, so Bill Bossard wrote in with a question. I don't remember it exactly, but he said, Lon, being that you are the Walking Dead expert of the podcast. Uh, uh, that's fair. That's fair. What did you... I don't know. Rick's pretty good, too. But uh, he said... "What?" It just your, means you're impotent. In your opinion, what did you think... 
the scientist said to Rick uh, at the end of season at one. the end of season one because he said I thought it might have been that Lori was pregnant and that when that was revealed in season two that Rick didn't seem that uh, surprised or didn't or, or seem surprised okay so we deduced that it could not be that right so he asked what was my opinion of that now my initial opinion which i think i might have said on the air was i thought it was that Lori's pregnant but now that we can assume that it's not that right we have to assume it's something else so does anybody want to take a crack at it you're we're just speculating of you, course you don't really know we don't know but yeah. i have an idea i you know i suspect he's he's gonna say something about how it all got started or you know interesting you derek know, you want to take a pop at it that there are no zombies in solace Saloon. I don't know what that means. It's okay. It's a Dr. Seuss reference. Okay. Uh, now, Rick's theory. No f- sure way to make that not funny than to explain it, but go ahead. Uh, Bill's theory, or maybe he said a friend of his theory or somebody is sure, talking about. But let's give Bill credit because we don't know okay, that we'll give Bill. doesn't listen to the podcast and clearly doesn't write in for himself. Bill's theory was that it's possible that one of the group is immune. And he thought if that was the theory or if that was the storyline, that could be really interesting. Yeah. I don't know that that would be if... If he knew that, why wouldn't he How tell would everyone? Maybe because you'd want to protect that person and try and figure out, get some place where they can figure out some way. Or to stick that person in front to do all the fighting. No, you know, immune, but not immune. invulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he can get bit a couple times, and, and he'll, he'll still right. die. He just won't come back. Right. Oh, okay. My theory was <laughs> this is why I don't <laughs> want you with me in the zombie apocalypse. No, you do. You do. You do. You, do. you can run faster yeah, so. than he can. No, I can't. I don't, I don't know, know if that he can. I, can. I think I don't, he can. I don't know he might be the faster, have, but I might have the endurance on him. This summer, start training because we're going to have a zombie race. We'll see. You and Ron. We're probably both going to blow up. We'll be downtown San Jose during that zombie festival. Okay, you're right. You're right. That's like Labor Day weekend or something? Yeah. Is it around there? Okay. So my theory, what I wrote back to to Bill was that, and this was going off of what was in the comic, and this might be a potential spoiler alert. So those of you that haven't read the book, plug plug your ears with cotton. Go. Uh, Is that, I'm guessing he potentially might have whispered, you don't have to be bit to become a zombie. All you have to do is die. Oh, that's right, because they do find that on the book. So I'm wondering if that's going to be what he said. But why would that make Rick? Basically just saying that watch out for your dead. Cause and if again, you lose, still, it's, oh, there's no reason die. for that to be kept a secret. For the sure. safety of the group, you know, you'd want to know that. Because if somebody falls and dies, you don't want them to be laying around and... You know, I'm th- just saying, what else treated. could he have possibly said? I think yeah. he whispered, Frank Darabont's coming back. No, mm-hmm. here, here's what they re- whispered. Either way, it was a careless whisper. This is a hook for later in the season <laughs> where we want to make something really surprising happen. Uh, we're following Chris Carter's example, and we're not going to figure out what we're whispering exactly. right now. Exactly. Or maybe exactly. it wasn't Until even a whisper. Seven. We'll maybe sh- it was we'll, a tongue in the air. We'll shoot really close mouths later nice. on. Okay. All right. Uh, so if you would like to ask us a question... Uh, with such scintillating answers as we just provided, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Or if you have an idea as to what he might have uh, whispered. Yeah, that's yeah. A, we'll take and we will read your comment on the air. Or, like Bill Bossard's question, we will paraphrase from memory after we've eaten a lot and enjoyed too much holiday cheer. There we go. So, uh, you guys ate? No, no, no we haven't. Oh, no, right. so I'm right. just right. saying in general the next time. Oh, gotcha. So, uh, so let's start with some things. What, what would you get the geek uh, this year? 
for Christmas that uh, that uh, maybe is a little off the beaten path, or you've uh, hmm. you know, actually, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already one of us. But you know, what are the things that maybe you haven't thought of the that uh, you're looking at me? So I'll start. I'll start with you. Okay. I you thought Rick had know. ideas because I, 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 I did. I did too. Uh, so I I tried to be all over the map and I tried to hit all levels of economy for uh, within reason for people. I didn't you know. Okay. You know, no gold plated uh, geek uh, toys or anything. I'm disappointed. I was hoping for that. Were you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I you know I hope. Oh, we have to wait for Christmas actually. <laughs> Uh, the first thing I, I thought it was, um, you know, there's you know, a lot of digital media and games are available online now. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a couple of places where you can buy games, get a code that you send off to somebody else. You can gift them games. Yes. Uh, one of the places that does this is Steam, mm-hmm. which if you have any of the more interesting games that have come out in the last few years, or uh, uh, world, uh, not World of Warcraft. No, um, I don't want to say because both you and Michael Goodson gifted me with Half Life Two. There we go. So, so you would have a full life then. Yes, that's okay. true. Except yeah. I don't have a life. So it, is so a life. Oh, right. it didn't work. Oh, <laughs> it, did. it was it was a noble, valiant effort. But uh, you can I got watch distracted by Portal. You can watch Steam for uh, specials. They do a lot oh, of yes. specials uh, for games, very reasonable prices, and you can send those off to friends. Along that same note, and kind of going for the. Uh, lower end, there is a thing called Humble, and there's a Humble Bundle, and basically this a is humble a lot bundle? of a Humble Bundle. That rhymes. And Say it, Lonis. It doesn't really. It's a this, slant rhyme, but still. Humble. Thanks, English teacher. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing about the Humble Bundle is it's a bunch of independent. <laughs> it's fun to hear. It is fun to say. <laughs> a bunch of independent games producers not big names but good games and you you basically you can pay them anything you want for the bundle and then you get a code and so it's not freeware it's kind of guiltware but if you guiltware it's kind of guiltware because you can you could you could pay them a penny Mm -hmm. and get a code but if you pay above the current average price that people are paying Mm -hmm. you get additional games so there's like a there's the bundle and then additional ones and these were really kind of cool games that are different. One of them is about hacking. It it brings up a, a kind of a sci-fi Mission Impossible computer interface and you're hacking into another system. Um, or there are these uh, war games where you, the one of, one of them is just against the computer and there's another one that's against other people on the network. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to try and explain all the games because they're all across the board. They're and we're lo- still hungry. level, and we haven't even talked about. Comics, but, movies, or TV. But yet. really, you can you can pay whatever you want and send that code off to mm-hmm. a friend and just say, I was thinking about you. And if you can send an email, you don't even have to wrap it. There it is. When I say that to people, I was thinking about you, and I send them something through my phone. I feel a little uncomfortable. It's usually something yeah, I don't free like and a little more exciting. I don't like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, not you. I don't want to play with it. Um, <laughs> Which does, yeah. So the other things you could do is you can send them subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So any number of the things that are coming out now, digital comics and such, or even mm-hmm. the, the Marvel uh, digital library, you could you could send a subscription to the um, to the Marvel back issue. And library. I do want to say this is by the way, and I got this email today, and I wish I could remember which charity, but it's a children's charity. That Sony Online Entertainment is anything you buy within one of their games, any of the. You know, temporary memberships or, or little extra packages, they're going to donate a, a, a chunk of that to charity. To charity. Uh, for the next week or two. I think so that was called Chunks for Charity. Chunks for it? Charity. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me because that's the other really cool thing about the Humble Bundle 
is there are three sliders, and you decide what percentage goes to charity, what percentage goes to the developer, and what, go, what goes to the company. Ah. It's really kind of cool. It's, it's, so it's, there's no humbug for the humble bubble. No. That's called it's a glider slider. Humbugless humble bubble. A humbugless humble bubble. Dang it, neither of us can pull the joke off. So, uh, but luckily there's that glider slider. Well done. So going on, I've got a couple of things that people might have missed throughout the year that um, would typically be fine presents for someone. I, I really want to recommend Kate Beaton's book, Hark, Hark a, a Vagrant. Vagrant. Yes. Which, if you have anybody who likes comics and likes history or socio- so- and literature. So, and literature. She does some amazing jokes about Dracula, Pride and huge, Prejudice. It's a huge, dense book of great, funny Thought-provoking comics. Is she local? Because I, I'm feeling like she. She, she was at Ape, and she was signing she was the at book. Ape, so yeah. uh, she is someone that I would like to interview. Sometime What's it called? Hark of vagrant. Hark! Hark! Exclamation point! A vagrant. And there's a, and a vagrant. Napoleon, and it's Napoleon is like falling yeah. in through space. Um, it's a brilliant web comic. Yep. And in fact, because this week she did this whole thing about uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, uh, series on Wonder Woman strips that were hilarious. But but again. Her depth of knowledge, the witt- wittiness of what she does, it, it's great. You'll it's delight even, even a non, non-comic non reader would, would chuckle yes. and enjoy, and a comic reader Well, that's actually how I discovered it. It yeah. was given to one of my fellow English teachers, uh, or some of the strips were, and I looked at it and said, yeah, that totally fits in the classroom. Yeah. There, she's brilliant. The 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 women, a lot of women's issues, and a lot of a lot of very funny takes on it. So, uh, another one which also is kind of a uh, uh, this is my feminine side, I guess, coming out. Oh dear. The, the Finder Library by Carla oh, we Carla Spree yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Issue ep- uh, Volume Two is out now. And they're both okay. huge brick-like books. And, and you talked about and they're the inexpensive library a while back. and great stories. Yeah. Uh, science fiction, but not the kind of science fiction you've ever read before. And we talked briefly to her at uh, WonderCon last year. Yes, we Wait, did. Wait, moment of silence for WonderCon. Mm. Okay, it's um, not a moment of silence if you go. Mm. I was afraid you were going to interrupt it. So. No, I respect it. I respect the moment of silence. You lie. Okay, go mm. ahead. I got three more. First, Star Wars fans, if you haven't read. Heir, Heir to the Empire um, by Timothy Zahn came out a long, long time ago. So the first book in a series, a trilogy, the uh, the the Lost something. Uh, but the, would you, basically, those are the books the that revived, expanded, revived the uh, yeah. expanded universe, revived the Star Wars universe. They're and kind that of, is they're kind of considered episodes seven, six, eight, seven, nine. eight, nine. Yes. Um, the, the Mara Jade comes from that. Yes. Heir, Heir to the Empire came out. Um, and very runaway bestseller. This new edition came out uh, a couple of months ago, annotated by the author, and just uh, a great way to. Uh, if you a lot of Star Wars people don't know about this book, and if they're really looking for okay, something, you to need continue to email to me this list so I can put something okay. together on this. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, along the same lines: Geek Wisdom by N. K. Jenison. It's only a t- it's a ten buck book. It is it's a book you can pick up anytime, and it and it's all the little little catchphrases from geek culture, with an explanation for each one, and talks about it. Little little one page essays. It's a beautiful little little book. The last thing, if you're looking for a family um, a family thing and a thing to be doing board gaming, I can highly recommend the, the board game Quirkle. Who which, no. Uh, 
Which uh, I've played Quirkle. No, you, you ha- haven't. I have. I got it for Christmas last year. Quirkle's awesome. I did not like it. Okay. It's the one that requires you to do weird, like no, challenges. No, 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 not at all. It's it's uh, been called ca- uh, Scrabble for Cavemen. Basically, it's six, diff- what did I play it's six different shapes and six different colors. Um, well, it's it's spelled cranium. Did you no. play cranium? No. Maybe it was like quiffle. Possibly. This is did spelled. Did you just hallucinate something? No, we played it at Christmas last year, and I well, hated it. Who did you play with? Constantly. What's Quirkle then? Quirkle do you, do you is, have little? Let characters? him describe it. No, no, no. It. It's 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 strict. It's it's like Scrabble. There are a lot of like one and a half inch by one and a half inch black um, squares of wood. Oh, okay. Each no. one is painted with a shape and a color, either uh, one of six shapes and one of six colors. And you basically the rules are very simple. You're basically trying to complete a line, and the line has to be all either different, all different shapes, the same color. Or the same shape, all different colors, and it, it lays out like a Scrabble board. And it's a hmm. great, it's a great little game. Um, you can get it for like sixteen dollars right now on Amazon. Usually, it sells in Target for twenty to twenty-four dollars. And I've never, it's it's the perfect family. Throw away your Monopoly, buy Quirkle, and uh, you'll be a Which happy Monopoly? family. I have so many special. Throw editions. them all away. No, I yes. like the Star Trek. I have a gift. None of them are worth anything for geeks this winter. Yes, Asian massage. I think that all these guys need to get out of their basements and their mom's houses. You're looking off at the gamers. Aren't you, you? Do you remember at Comic-Con when you had gotten a massage and then you were in pain for the whole That weekend? wasn't an Asian massage. Okay. That no. was a guy. A good massage. You were, you were not any good the next day. Oh, he, no, no. He, takes he, like he worked days. me. He yeah. worked me. Yep. Okay. But an Asian massage. I'm just saying some of these guys have never had a woman's <clears throat> hands on them before. And I think that's a great gift for, you know, a nerd for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm a different kind of digital gift. I'm uncomfortable with so many things about you right now, but what? that's that's yeah, that that's normal. No, I, I, yeah, I'm normally uncomfortable, mm. just like that thing you sent me in the email. So I sent you an email. You don't even listen to yourself. Oh, you mean the text topic. message? Yeah, yeah. That was different. The photo. All message. right, uh, I don't send my junk through email. Oh, oh, I, I gave it away. Darn. Yeah. Uh, so here, a book arrived this week that I consider a at the at the comic shop here at Elusive that I consider a great gift guy, a gift. Awesome book. Uh, yes, it's it's a little pricey, but this is for the person that may have gotten into comics, say within the last ten years. Anyone and, who listened to us recommend Fables, <laughs> uh, right. Time and time again. This is a collection, a, a, a deluxe edition of the non-Fables work for Vertigo of Bill Willingham, who is the writer creator of of Fables, called Bad Doings and Big Ideas. It's uh, Full of some of they, there used to be uh, a series of books called Tales from the Dreaming that were kind of sp- spun off from the Sandman. So mm-hmm. Bill Willingham was one of the the writers that uh, Neil Gaiman trusted to continue stories of the Dreaming. So they're all gathered here: Merv Pumpkin, Pumpkinhead, Agent of Dream, everything you wanted to know about the Dreaming, but were afraid to ask. The Thessaliad about Thessaly the Witch. It's a very big hardcover. It's too. huge. It's fifty bucks. So it's a little pricey. Doink. But these are, and and this mini series that, as I said to Rick earlier, I remember reading, loving Proposition Player about about a guy gambling with several pantheons for human souls and opening a casino uh, about uh, dealing with human lives. There's and a fates. monkey at the gambling table and, on the cover. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so uh, this is. I, He's wearing about, glasses. This is really great fantasy comics, and uh, it's a, I'm excited. It's a well put together book. Lovely slipcover. It's, it's now it's on my list. Uh, 
Um, Jacket. And I mentioned a couple weeks ago Pogo, the uh, first volume in the collection of Pogo, Walt Kelly's Pogo classic strip uh, that is finally coming back after decades out of print. And uh, so that's exciting. <coughs> Do you remember the Pogo movie that came out during the 80s? I never saw it. I wanted it. was, it was claymation, like claymation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Vinton Studios did oh, it. I, I remember so. seeing it on I like... HBO or yeah, Cinemax I need to find or something. That because I, I don't know if it's any good. I wonder if it's on DVD. It's probably only on VHS. Well, if we keep asking, maybe eventually those things. Somebody at home through. send us a link because I know it's online somewhere. And, probably. You know, I saw a couple things on Think Think Geek this week that were that were kind of cool. Uh, uh, Rick, in fact, posted on his Facebook page the uh, lightsaber candle candlestick holders, holder. candlesticks. I wasn't really sure who that was actually for, but it was cool. Uh, and including in an obscure uh, thing is a, a uh, blue canary uh, nightlight. Blue canary or black canary? Blue canary. Uh, blue canary in the socket in the outlet of the light switch who watches over you. It's the birdhouse in your from soul bir- from They Might Be Giants. So uh, that's a really that's cool. Nice. Yes. That's, that's subtle. It's, it was, it's really nice. Um, and uh, then there's also a company, and I... I will fix this on the website, uh, that is putting out USB drives of Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Iron Man. Really nice carving on How these many gigs? USB drives. Uh, they're only four gigs. Mm, it's not terrible. But it's, it's it's not terrible, but, you know, it's more about the, the novelty of having these little statues that plug in. But on, with that four gigs comes a month subscription to the digital comics uh Universe or D- Digital Comics Unlimited that Marvel has, so it's limited to one month, but it's the Marvel Online. So you've seen uh, the USB humping draw- dog things? Yes, I have. I'd love to have. Why would you Wolf- bring that? No, up? no, I'd love to have Wolverine with a similar mechanism. Just He's going hacking at your computer. Snack, snack, snack. Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, they don't do anything, but they're but they're functional and and for for what the device is, really nice sculpting on the. Uh, I have the Spider Man one, and mm-hmm. uh, so, so I've seen the photos of the others. How much are they? Well, they retail. They're for about fifteen bucks. That's not bad for no, a hard drive. No, that's not bad for a flash drive. Are they drive. preloaded with anything? Yeah, uh, the subscription. The subscription to. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, it was distracted. You can in the take that code. That. I know it's just, you know just gamers walking around. Um, so those are kind of the things that are a little off the beaten path that I thought were kind of cool, and I've discovered Think Geek, and I've been just going. I mean, I know it, knew it existed, but this is the first year I've started looking in it and going, "Yes, I want that." Yes, I want to be there. Yes, I want that. I want that. So that uh, Star Wars candle, I, I it was a little. It's like forty bucks for the one candlestick. Because I, I was thinking, yeah, four of those on the table. I would put that on my baby. Grand. You could get a Wookie for that much. No, you couldn't get a Wookie. I could define get. I know I have some friends on the black market. I'll, we'll oh, talk okay. off the okay, air. Okay, we'll talk great. off the oh, air. Yeah. He's a nerf herder. All right. So shall we just talk about comics? We should. We should. It's about time. Um, Yes, so uh, Marvel announced this week, they had the, said they were going to have this big, big announcement, so everybody was on pins and needles for a couple of hours. That's how fast things go in, in, in the comics world Let me now. guess, they're killing somebody. N- uh, our interest in their comics. No, uh, let, me, let me guess, they're bringing somebody back. No, uh, Brian Michael Bendis is going to leave the Avengers. So he's, Wait, he wasn't in the Avengers? No, he's <laughs> been writing them since Avengers Disassembled. Uh, so what is that? Is that that's like... Has that been a decade? Has he been writing no. that long? Avengers is, no, Avengers is Disassembled has been that long. It, Avengers Disassembled started when this place was still, when when they were in the other room, I thought. Uh, elusive? Okay. Elusive's so only been here, what, four years? We four years. This out if we it was still really a Brian, it, was, it might have still been Brian's books. Um, Steve, when was Avengers Disassembled? That was Co- while we were here, so. Yeah. 
wasn't ten years ago. How long have we been here? Six. Didn't Andy own this place for two years? Okay. Um, so, so we're figuring it's been a long time, and I'll bet we could probably look in. That's a fairly grab a trade. Six years. Pretty wow. long run. So he'll be leaving, but before he does, the swan song is Avengers versus X Men. Yeah. Now, I, I feel like we've seen it before. That's we have the problem. Seen this we before. haven't seen it the way he's going to do it and with the current thing, but it's going to be a big 12 issue, year long super event, and that's going to. Why do they need to fight? Because that'll drive sales. Will it? I don't know. Uh, I, isn't the whole thing they're doing right now the cables coming back and fighting the Avengers? Well, wouldn't that lead to the X Men fighting the Avengers? Perhaps. I don't know. It'll be a colossal mistake that they start fighting. Oh, just a big misunderstanding. Yes, just a big misunderstanding. You know what Brendish, Bendis should have done? What should he have with done? his swan song? Started West Coast New Avengers. That would have <laughs> been kind of awesome. West Coast New Avengers Academy. No, no, no. Force Academy works. stuff is terrible. Force, Force works. works. Oh, God. No, Force Works was bad, but admit it. West Coast Avengers was pretty cool for a while. Yeah, for a while. And then they could have brought back the West Coast, East Coast softball game. I, w- I just want the Great Lakes Avengers back. No, they're all excellent. When I think now. of the West they're Coast mutants. Avengers, I just keep on envisioning Hawkeye on the flying jet ski. That was awesome. That was oh, bring awesome. it back. Uh, that was kind of awesome. Yeah. I like that. It was a good toy. It was like Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Iron Man, the who Shroud. The Shroud. That was before. What was like the first no, team? It was like he was on Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. It was some good times back then. That was some good. Comics. Iron Man for a while. Tony That's Stark what I said Iron Man. Oh, you yeah. did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's when like Iron Man moved like to Seattle on, or something. Right? No, he was on the West Coast as well. It was yeah, when he reforming Coast, Stark. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Good so times. yeah, Bendis, why why make people fight? You can just split them up and give them other groups. There you go. There you go. Uh, so the Defenders number one came out today. The relaunch of the Defenders. So yep. Rick has had a chance to read it. I bought it, but I haven't had a chance. Is so. that supposed to be the Hulk on the cover? Uh, uh, it's or is no, it a it's, monster? it's null. Um, it's we haven't actually seen him in the book. Uh, it's it's uh, and is that it's kind of the uh, the Hulk explains it as being the Hulk's Hulk. I see. Is that Doctor Strange doing the Strange 2C? What is that? Yes. Yeah. Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer. Doctor Strange is a real player in this Red thing. Red She-Hulk, Submariner. Iron and Feast. First Iron time he's looking a lot like Space Ghost. Yeah, he got the new outfit once he discovered he had, like, supernatural powers or oh, something. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little behind on Iron this Fist. This is a little weird. So, uh, Rick, you read it, so talk about it a bit. So, um, I love the Defenders. When when it first came out, it was that giant-sized 25-cent uh, yeah. book with the, got the Avengers together and uh, the Defenders together. And um, Can you just briefly, for us novices, explain how the – just real fast, the, how like why the Defenders even grouped up? Typically, the Defenders are, uh, were uh, – they were assembled the first time by Doctor Strange, who went – in his astral form and brought together primarily Namor and the Hulk, but also the Silver Surfer. Right. Surfer so they was were kind a of non-team. A, right. That's always been the Defenders thing, is that they're heroes that really don't get along. You think right. the Avengers don't get along. The Defenders really, really don't. don't get along. And, but they were, always, they were there to fight huge, um, world-ending kind of problems. Usually um, mystical. Yeah. 
and the book the book went through you know it went through several different uh, reincarnations. Eventually, it was like Nighthawk and Valkyrie and uh, that's when I and read Angel. it. Yeah. yeah, Iceman and Angel era yeah. and Beast, I think. Yeah. So uh, and the know, demon. Was, so the, the, demon. the title uh, got passed. Gargoyle, thank you. The title got passed along with no continuity with the major characters. Uh, no continuity to location or what they were fighting. They often fight. That was one of the ones where. Um, the that was the one Howard the Duck I think was part of that the defenders for a while and they that was the one with the gnome who kept on uh, the Steve Gerber uh, gnome that it yeah. was like they were always foreshadowing that he was coming he was coming he was coming and then he got killed he got hit by a car yeah <laughs> so um, I don't think Howard was in that but no it was it Steve was Gerber it was written yeah, by it was, Steve it was, Gerber it was, yeah. could have been a Howard. I think they eventually tied it back to Howard um, anyway so this latest incarnation is back to the essentials uh, you've got Doctor Strange. The Hulk makes an appearance in it, but he explains that because he's part of the problem, he can't be he can't be in the Defenders yes. right now. So instead, we have Betty Ross in her well, and, Red and Hulk. And Red Hulk. The creative team, because let's say Matt Fraction and uh, the Dodsons, right? So, yeah. So great writer, love yeah. Matt Fraction, and he was the one who did the Invincible Iron Fist that we loved a few years ago. And uh, the Dodsons are just great artists. So this is you know. High stakes as far as Marvel's creative, right. creative groups, protecting th- humanity from the impossible. It is three ninety nine, yeah. and it's uh, it's a pretty big book. Um, did, you feel you was, did you feel it was worth three ninety nine? As much of any the three ninety nine sure. Marvel books. That's um, not a defense. I, I'm going to get into some of the value of this. Uh, you, you, we should mention Iron Man. All an uh, Iron Man. Iron Fist is also uh, appears in this book, and as Danny Rand, who apparently has gotten his fortune back. Um, I've not been following uh, Heroes for Hire. I read all the Well, uh, every fractions. super team needs a benefactor. Yeah, right. and that's basically what he is. Um, great art, great story. There's a couple things that are interesting about this book that have nothing to do with Defenders. And I'm wondering, I, I haven't seen this in any of the other um, Marvel books, but they've started the little bottom page fortune cookie lines, which are usually advertisements for other books. So like well, that's um, back from the seventies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when this book got started too. So it was really kind of a flashback thing. Is that a looking, female Silver Surfer? What is that? No, the Silver Surfer's got this power now where he can. He, it's almost like Silver Surfer is Swamp Thing, that he can he can like only when he taps into the Silver Force. I don't know. I, it looks like he's trying to be the T one thousand or something. <laughs> it's it's kind of the way or it looks similar to the way he was in the but FF you've got movie. weird little fortunes down here like this is one shut the engines down which is probably some reference to uh one of the other books something is coming up in and one of them one of them just says everyone you know will lo- everyone you love dies it's like really oh wow so that <laughs> thank you great yeah here, here it is <laughs> right at the bottom of the page uh can Oh yes, <laughs> continued after second page following. That's not really good. Everyone right, and, they, and, and when was the last time you saw that? Continued after second page following at yeah. the bottom of the. The only thing that's missing is a Hostess Pie cartoon. I'm looking for that. This is really this is really a it's blast. It's going to show up. Past. It's going to show up. But you know, you've got they're like there are little little uh, ads at the bottom of every uh, almost every page um, that uh, the universe will break uh, that are kind of. What does it all mean? Well, yeah, this double like, rainbow. It's like a double rainbow. In the seventies, this was very common. It was in the bottom of all, yeah. on the bottom of I, all the books. I like that touch. And I, 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 like that I touch. think that's kind of it's kind of fun and to bring it back. Um, this just in: the Defenders has been canceled. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> all right. 
So one of the things I like about this is uh, I like what they've done with the Doctor Strange character ever since he's stopped being the master of the mystic arts. Now he's he's kind of like a slacker. He used to be the the mister of the mystic He used to be the sorcerer sorcerer supreme, and now he's just a master of the mystic arts, which makes him a little bit more um, possibly easy to write. You know, he doesn't always have that's to be. That's probably why they yeah. did it, yeah. So that one, uh, that one, I, I think Who is that's the Sorcerer Supreme now? It's not Brother Voodoo because he died, right? Uh, I don't I, know. I don't the know. last time last I knew it was Brother Voodoo, so I don't know what's happened. Unless his brother When did he over. die? Uh, there was that big new Avengers. Uh, I just read the trade. It was uh, oh. one of the things where. Yeah, you followed that more closely. Big so fight I don't know. where they had and yeah, I Brother that. Voodoo Somebody correct him. bit it. Yep. Somebody corrected. Uh, but this looks good. Uh, I, if you've if you've liked the Defender Fuhrer, this this is the uh, top grade Defenders. I'll yeah. wait for the trade. Yeah. And I want to say before we move on to the other book, you want to say because it's switching companies mm-hmm. to DC, Marvel this week also is offering something. We go back to digital. Is if you buy uh, through the Marvel app any book, they have a one time five dollar coupon that you can download and print and take into your comic book store. And they will validate over the phone so retailers can redeem these coupons for $5 off Marvel product, hard copies in the store. So Marvel's trying to drive people back, like if they've picked up any new people digitally, to drive them into their local shop. And where do you get the coupon again? If you go through the Marvel app on the iPad or the Android or wherever else it's on the Comixology, they they will email you this coupon. Coupon And you can print it out and bring it in. And then the retailer has to... Get, you know, can validate it. Hey, five dollars. Was this five. the big announcement you were talking about? No, the big announcement was Avengers versus X Men. Oh, okay, really? Sorry, sorry. I consider the digital thing is more of a big announcement because that's a company, a company realizing, you know, we don't want people to go away from the comic shops because yeah. those are keeping things going. So uh, it goes a little bit towards answering some retailer fears. Yeah, hoping, hopefully, driving some digital customers to becoming regular shoppers. So uh, that's kind of cool. So let's go to D.C. because you have Action Comics number four here. Let's go to D.C. I've always wanted to see the White House. I I have to say Action Comics is one of my favorite of the New 52. I mean, this this book hits on all cylinders. You've got uh, taking it back to Superman when he's just getting started. You've got uh, Grant Morrison writing it and Mm -hmm. Rags Rags Morales art, and this is just great. Ah, uh, just been awesome. great. Yeah, it's just like, like this panel here where, um, you know, wordless, sound effectless. I mean, that but that's bold. Just, Absolutely. It's, it, there's motion where the super Superman is uh, is crushing a robot. This kind of this book is uh, focuses on a robot um, invasion, which is uh, I won't spoil the book, but is kind of a uh, cloud for somebody else who's invading, and it it kind of harkened back to the the old. Uh, the old Superman cartoons with the robots coming into mm-hmm. town, although they aren't flying. Uh, they are. There's they do- been a couple. Grant Morrison's included a couple of references to the Fleischer. Yeah. Is that the one where Doctor? There's a Doctor Fleischer. Or was that Action Three? That uh, had uh, there was I, a Doctor Fleischer villain. I did not pick up on that. Had, a Doctor uh, Fleischer. 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 Okay. Because it's the Fleischer brothers who did the Superman animated in the 40s. Oh, I get yeah. it. But again, um, the take on the take on Superman, Lois Lane. Uh, Luther, even um, Lana Lane, even uh, uh, Colonel Lane, uh, General Lane, General Lane, Sam Lane, um, is all fresh and new and fun again. The one thing that bothers me about this book is what. Ha- and now this is issue four, and I'm not going to spoil anything by showing you I this last panel. It says continued in Action Comics number seven. 
Oh, because five and six are going to be by a different art artist. Interlude, rocket song. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get a like a summer hiatus. We'll get well. See, this is the thing to keep it monthly with the art. You know, you're gonna have fill-ins, and that's basically what it is: is acknowledging that they need to do fill-ins. Well, it's a hell of a cliffhanger to leave for okay. uh, for wait for three out uh, the third issue out. This. They're trying um, something new, man. It's the new 52. We'll have to see how I feel about that. Normal rules don't apply. Issues before I get back into a storyline that I was really getting into. This also introduces John Henry, John Henry Irons so, so the for the first time. Of and, a, and of probably my favorite version of Steel so far. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. That's my a, favorite was Shaquille O'Neal. Don't you say that. Hammer time. Don't say it three times. He'll show up. I'm going to say, you know, listeners, if you like Lon... <laughs> right in. Ask your bad. doctor to adjust because, your medication. Because with that kind of, with, that, with just that kind of comment from Lon that says this might be his last appearance. Hammer <laughs> time! Oh my god! Oh my! Oh! My. Okay. Really? Really? Yeah, I hated that movie so much. I never even seen it. So oh. who's more of a fanboy? Okay. Are we moving off comics yet? No, we're still going to talk because DC also revealed that the long rumored, long feared uh, r- rumors are true that they are going forward with Watchmen prequels. Darwin Cook is going to be coordinating the whole thing. Adam Kubert and Joe Kubert will be drawing uh, issues. And J.G. Jones is going to be uh, drawing the book that follows the adventures of the comedian. What's okay. wrong with that? Um, it's probably not too bad. I just don't see a need for a, for more Watchmen material. Yeah, that's what we said when they were bringing Bucky back, and you seemed to like that, didn't you? Oh. No, 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 I didn't say that, though. No, but I'm uh, saying... Do I need if, more Bucky material? If there wasn't a complaint about if that. If written correctly, you will enjoy it. Perhaps. Okay, then. Because I do like Darwin Cook. I do Here's the Darwin one Cook. thing I will say that, okay, a lot of people complained about the Watchmen movie, but I thought was cool about the Watchmen movie, mm-hmm. was all the fight scenes that you saw, like Rorschach in, you know, like him doing karate and stuff. Yeah. Or like, yeah. And I sat there and I thought about it, and I, I could have went... Wait, he didn't do that in the comic, but I said, but wait a minute. In that universe, in that world, he was known as a badass. He was known as right. well, a scrapper a and a well. fighter. You had to use that So you language. had to show that right. and see that. I don't have a problem with and that. And that was just a th- that opened up a whole new world of those mythos to me. So I was kind of like, yeah, I could. that might be interesting to see the early adventures of Rorschach and, and see what... Okay. You know, I'm long. okay with it as long as it's as it's not doing too much nodding and winking to the stuff that comes no. later. To what actually happened. It's not playing to the end. Yeah, and just separate and that, stories. And that they don't do like the stuff where they've they've. It's not fill in for stuff we've already seen in the book. Like I don't want to see the comedian in Vietnam. I know how that ends, and I don't want to see you how. Just want to see him on the streets. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. It's not like they could anger Alan Moore anymore. I kind of want to see the early adventures of the squid, too. I think that'd be really interesting because nobody ever talks about him, you know? The squid? The squid at the end. Oh, I get what you did. The early adventures of there were in issue number one. Yeah. Is that really true, though? Do we really know that? Maybe there were some side stories that he Some little side adventures he went on. Um, Maybe there was a period of time that it took. For the squid to, to walk around and do stuff. I'm just saying. Open your mind, man. Why is your mind so closed? Right, so Lon's going to be starting a spinoff ichthyology podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Once I look it up on Wikipedia. Right, I know. Uh, Dark Horse has also announced that they're going day and date digital with their uh, comicsology uh, stuff. 
there was a bit of confusion and controversy this week when it seemed as if they were actually offering same day and date but at a lower price for digital and oh. they said so that was a misprint in the <laughs> ad. Oh, whoops. Yeah, that was uh, a mistake. We need money. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't want to undercut on digital what your print price is because you still hopefully want to drive people yeah. to that. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't think we got to talk about this. Uh, so I'll put it as sort of a, a late gift edition as well is that, you know, Dark Horse has been reprinting in kind of the archive format a lot of gold, old gold key stuff. And they sent me a couple months ago Space Family Robinson Volume 1. I don't think we ever talked about it. And I just want to say I've looked at that one. And that they're doing, they're doing a great job in a way that the last few archives from D.C. have kind of cut corners. And they haven't been as slick for the 50 bucks. But the Dark Horse product, and I also have a Boris Karloff Tales of Terror. Nice. While the actual content... For the Boris Karloff stuff, by this time, it was like volume six. was like, eh, okay, these are kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, woo, oh, and Boris Karloff's been dead for three years, so that's weird. But uh, not that I, he ever had anything to do with the book anyway. But the Space Family Robinson stuff, which was visually sort of the inspiration for Lost in Space. but oh, is definitely a, but the inspiration it, but, for but, Lost in Space. Well, yeah, definitely, but it's very different. It's not what you expect. No, it's Tim, Tim yeah. and Tam Robinson. Yeah. And uh, I just thought that was actually pretty, really quality science fiction stuff with art by a guy that I think is underpraised by today, Dan Spiegel. Okay. He's kind of this guy that's kind of, I think he's still alive, but he's sort of, he's like this lost master. People don't really talk about him. Didn't he do the Star Trek? He he did some of the Star Trek stuff. He wasn't the main one. So, um, did Gray Morrow do some of that? Uh, it's possible. Okay. But I, I, I'm just to the point that he's kind of he's a very solid draftsman that, that yeah. is not is overdue for some recognition. And these are really cool sci-fi stories, even though, of course, they have some of the early 60s. It's a little ridiculous. Some jumps in logic. But I still thought the characterization was really cool. And they're, oh, they're, they're fairly fun. well written. They're, they're fun. Yeah. So um, I, I want to recommend that. Take a look at the Space Family Robinson, which in the first volume stays Space Family Robinson. And then I think by the second volume of the archive is when it starts calling it, they started calling it Lost in Space. Mm. So to make it clear that it was yeah. connected. So um, so that's cool. So Dark Horse, still loving what Dark Horse is doing. Everybody's announced uh, what the gold level is on free comic book day, which in 2012 will be May 5th. I'm not sure which Cinco de Mayo is that the Avengers weekend? Is that the weekend Avengers opens? Is that in they May? They open Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yes, Los Avengers. It actually opens Cuatro de Mayo. No sé. I know. I don't know why we wait. Um, anyway, DC is offering a new 52 anthology. I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I, it says, it says DC New 52 Number 1. No Marvel, genre. Yeah, Marvel is going to offer Avengers 12.1. Here I thought would catch your attention. Archaea is, uh, looks like a full 48-page original Mouse Guard. Oh, cool. Uh, Excellent. Mouse Guard is. Yes. Have you read Mouse Guard? Not yet. Oh, i got to loan you the first Yes, please do. Fine. Boom Studios is going to have Adventure Time from Cartoon Network and Peanuts. So I, I can't tell if that's two separate books or if that's a flip book, hmm. uh, but that's kind of good. It's a good. It's a good year to be get kids into comics. IDW is going to have Transformers. Um, there's a SpongeBob. I can't remember which company is doing the SpongeBob one, but there's going to be a lot of cool stuff for kids. Uh, and so, kind of interesting. I haven't seen yet what the silver level is, but that, but the gold level is basically. Chances are your local comic shop is going to have these books, and your local library too, because like down in Gilroy, where my kids are, um, that uh, 
that the local library did free comic book day, and that was that was fun for for Luke. So, <coughs> so that's it. Let's go to. Uh, I've got one more. Okay, go. IDW. <laughs> Uh, this mm-hmm. is another recommendation. Uh, we got the third issue of uh, John Byrne's Cold War, the Michael oh, yeah. Swan. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Excellent book. Uh, very, very Ian Fleming James Bond. <laughs> Not the James Bond from the movies, but Ian. Uh, but the actual novel. Uh, yeah. And just tr- uh, hasn't hasn't hit a sour note yet. Really looking forward to tear into this latest issue. Okay. Highly recommend it. John Byrne's Cold War. Cold War. From IDW. Yep. Cold War. Let's got go it. with. Movies now. Lon, any uh, rumors for you? No? <coughs> did you see the trailer for Whedon's Cabin in the Woods? I did. I totally want to see that now. It looks really cool. I haven't seen this. It looks crazy. Uh, so Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard co-wrote it, and Drew they Goddard directed it. the isn't, horror isn't, genre on its side. Isn't he the guy that did um, Cloverfield? Yes. Wrote Cloverfield, or... No, he was the monster in he Cloverfield. He was the monster in Cloverfield. Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, and it's got uh, Chris Hemsworth. It, this was shot like two, three years ago. Okay. And it's been kind of stuck in who's going to release it's it. has been stuck now. in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, probably. Technically. So it, it's horror, but there's clearly a sci-fi element to it. Shh, let's not spoil it. No, it's, it's clear to the trailer. Oh. But it's very clear, but it's... It's, it's, it's basically it's horror with a twist. With a twist. It's intriguing looking. And uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. All right, so right. Cabin in the Woods, trailer for the Three Stooges as well. The, you now, there's the Farrelly brothers doing the Three Stooges. There's going to be a lot of haters out there. I've already seen a lot of haters, including our own Jason Salazar. Well, he's just a Who, hater if in he, general. If, if, if he could get paid to hate, uh, he, uh, he would have a whole new career choice. Or if we could channel like a, a power plant off of his hate, yes, we could give energy to half the country. Yes, we could. We could solve a lot of our is infrastructure. It, is there problems. enough energy there to, for it to be hate? I think it's more like Jason Salzer would be a great resentment. He would be a great bitterness. red lantern. Jason what Salzer. color? No, I'm going He's with resentment. What would the color of color of resentment be? Pink, kind of an umquat. Isn't red anger? Yes, but he's not. He's Hate? not. He's not angry, is he? He's just more like moldy. Uh, That's where all his pain and anger and just, suffering. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. haven't seen him on full rage yet. But know. maybe after he hears this, it'll be full rage. Maybe. Yeah, I uh, I was a Stooges fan, and I don't mean Iggy from I, the Stooges. I yeah, although they're good too. I I've, I've been a Stooge fan since I was a kid, and uh, I would watch them all the time and just laugh and have a good time and just laugh and you know just just think about the good old days and laugh and mm-hmm. so I think that. Uh, it's about time. The world needs a little stoogery. You know what I mean? It's like, we don't need another twilight where love is eternal Would you and just we make get a all point? moody. I'm saying it's time, America. It's time to stop occupying and start stoogifying. All right? It's time to laugh. Okay. It's time okay, to bring time to back laugh. the it laughter. It looks like they've put them into the 21st century, but yes. without losing any of the things that made them fun. No. No, you know, and they they are very close to their, what's the word? Analogs to the past, or yeah. So Chris Diamopoulos is an actor I don't know who was playing Mo, but he sounded He's just like perfect. Mo in mm-hmm. that trailer. Will Sasso is Curly, which eh. a good choice. He's a little tall for me. Yeah, but, but at the same time, it's like Curly is such a caricature anyway. Yeah, that anybody could really do. That's Curly. true. I was hoping Maybe. I'd be in the running, but. Uh, mm. 
But uh, Sean could have done it. And then Sean Hayes is Larry, and that was that the one that surprised inspired. me. It was he did the really that one scene where they show the lobster in his pants. Yes, and he sings that, the opera note. That was <laughs> I was like, that's funny. That was and it's funny. different. It's an addition to to Larry's character. I was like, you know. And it, here's the other thing that I I don't think this is what I thought when I saw the trailer. Have we had a good, solid physical comedy in cinema in a long time? Well, the Farrelly brothers were good at it once, and it's been a long time. But since But I mean, just been... in general, has any? But like maybe since Jim Carrey, I mean, Borak. is there? Borat wasn't really it's, it's physical. physical. That was it's more. more oh, there was plenty of physical comedy in Borat, but, uh, but not the, but not like what Long. I know what you're saying. For, you know, yeah, I know so what you're I, I would agree. I think this is a total knockabout slapstick. It, the slapstick is more. It, it's going to be a modern twist, but it's a throwback to what used yeah. to keep us amused, and so I'm hoping for it as a big. To be satisfied by a Fairly Brothers it's film in a way that I haven't that. been for a while. I just think it's one of those where it's you can get a thing of popcorn uh-huh. and go sit in the theater and throw your cares away. Excuse me, and just have fun. Which who, who, there's a male act- actor playing a nun. I'm trying to remember the game. Oh, uh, Larry David. Yeah, Larry David playing a nun. Was it Larry David? Yeah. That's what somebody said. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to look at that again. I, I looked it up on IMDb after. Okay, I'm going to have to look at that again. But, but regardless, it was a funny trailer. And I just I'm, think yeah. that, you know, sometimes art and cinema takes itself too seriously. And there's just not enough ridiculousness. Well, I think there are a lot of ridiculous films around, but, but one that actually <coughs> does it well. Well, no, one that are trying to be ridiculous. There are many right. that are ridiculous and not trying to well, be. The, the many that are are sloppy in doing it and that are well I mean, 80% of all Nicolas Cage films, you know what I mean? They're... Ridiculous! I still love Drive Angry. Okay. Well, so. what was that one where, like, Season of the Witch or something? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. On, yeah. This ridiculous. is this is stupid on purpose, and I respect a film that's stupid on purpose. Do we have a release date on that? Summer, winter? Summer. I think it's summer 2012, but I'm not okay. sure which which month. I'm there, so, dude. Uh, so we do know uh, today. Patty Jenkins uh, left the production of Thor 2, so that movie is now without a director, and Marvel. Patty is, Jenkins. Yeah, they had chosen a female director. She Jenkins? directed Monster with Charlize Theron. Um, that Charlize Theron won the Oscar for about Eileen Warnos, the no, I got it. okay. But, I just uh, don't so know it was it, so it was it, yeah. She hasn't done much, uh, but she does some television work. And it was like thought like, oh, this is a good choice. It's interesting. It's a woman director. And then she showed up, and Marvel put all the notes on her script and told be, her how to do all this. They, be, yeah, they said creative differences, but but they say it's amicable. So. Um, not, she's not the only person that's left a high-profile pro- production. After all this speculation about Benicio Del Toro as Khan, he left Star Trek II. He's uh, not going to be in Star Trek II. Gone! They, he's gone, but they have added Peter Weller to the cast, but not in the same role. So okay. still up in the air. What are they doing with the plot? We don't know. We do know that it's going to shoot in 2012 for a summer 2013 release, and it will be, of course, in 3D. Yeah. And you know what? I think I just figured out what's going to have. It's going to blow your mind, too. Go ahead. The Borg. Whoa! Did I just say that? Oh my you god! Did. I don't think I want. Wouldn't the Borg. that be nuts, though? They used the, the Borg in two of the movies. I know, but Kirk's never faced the Borg. Whoa! Did I just say that? Oh my god! Whoa! They're in a totally. This is where it gets really nerdy here. They're in a quadrant too far away from where the Enterprise is. At but this they're point. also in an alternate universe. Ah, uh, but their but their that history things hasn't could changed. Have changed. Yet. Uh, no. You put a ripple in time, and anything is possible, my friend. All right, then the Legion of Superheroes is coming in. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Avengers are fighting X Men. 
Kirk should be fighting Borg. That's all I'm saying. How about this? A movie, Hear me, Abrams. A movie that's going to blow your mind. Michael Bay is negotiating for... Yes. Transformers 4. You're going to be excited. You loved that Transformers 3. I loved 3, three but I think I loved it because it was going to be the last one. The last one. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with you a fourth one. You were sucking in. You totally believed that. Damn it. You're dumb. I just think Michael Bay <laughs> as an artist. It's time Wait to a move minute. On. Wait a minute. I want to treasure that. Let's put that in so it could be pulled out as a soundbite. Go ahead. Michael Bay as an artist. Should just move on. Mm. Do robot that, jocks or something. as an artist thing. And uh, you're telling me Michael Bay's not an artist. He's, yeah. he's kind of a nagel. Really? Yeah. Okay. I like nagel. I like nagel. You know. Okay. All um, right. And uh, Fox, not 20th Century Fox, more just Fox, is claiming they have the 24 movie back on track. And the key for Sutherland will be Jack Bauer uh, yet again for 2013. How do we all feel about that? Well, I never watched 24 at all, so I have no idea. I like the idea that they do a 24. I hope it would be two 24 hours. 24 <laughs> in two, two hours. 24 minutes. How about that? Yeah. How do you feel? Um, you who just got on your phone immediately after asking that well, question. I was trying, trying to, to cover for that. Yeah. No, I was trying to do a bit, but I couldn't pull it up fast enough. <coughs> but uh, you know what? I really feel like that whole thing's done. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Because how long has it been thing? since 24 went off the air? I don't know. Uh, I didn't watch the last couple seasons. Two years, three years. <laughs> there you go. I was doing my, that's my 24 ring thing. You know 24. Uh, okay. Right? Whenever that CTU, they get the. While you were looking that up, I mentioned I've never seen <laughs> 24. So oh well, no, the 24 phone is ringing. All right, let's get that. Anyways, um, dude, Kiefer Sutherland just needs a job. He needs beer no, money. No, he, he has another series. What does he have? He's got a series on the air right now or coming, yeah, coming name soon. It. I can't. I haven't right. watched anything that's new it this year. It should be called Kiefer Needs Beer Money. Because all I'm watching so far this year is Community. I apparently am one of the only ones. I watch it. I said one of the only ones. Oh, okay. So, Please uh, save Community. Please, absolutely. Didn't it, like, wasn't it, like, some magazines, like... TV Guy just gave it an award. Yeah, for, like, best show or something. Or and, in fact, if you go to collegehumor.com, so they just, they filmed a Greendale uh, commercial which it, with the Ooh. entire cast, Ooh. including Magnitude. Oh, pop, pop. Just, just to uh, try to save community, and they said all, all that it would actually cost, uh, read the, uh, you know, the network, but this is, it would cost the city... Uh, Less to uh, to keep Greendale running for another season than it would to tear it all down. <laughs> so, um, uh, I have. Speaking of which, you just maybe speaking of college humor. Uh, you said earlier you didn't watch Saturday Night Live. Not yet. Uh, but maybe you saw. I think this was on College Humor. Did didn't College Humor have a bit? Where, and I think you might have even put it on Fanboy Planet where. Uh, Batman is talking to Jim Gordon. Yes, yes. And he turns oh, I around. Was, yeah, I saw the digital. And story. Batman's gone, and they yes. make a big joke right. out of that. Well, like they took a different tact with this one, but it's they still just took it to the next level. But still, I felt like, dude, really, you guys are ripping off like an obvious bit that somebody else did and had a little notoriety for. Okay, I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. I feel that uh, for a long time, as much as I can be amused by him. Andy Samberg is somewhat overrated as a writer. I'm not gonna not gonna be mad with that. Okay. 
Because I've noticed a couple things that I've been like, really, Andy? I think really? he goes for a lot of easy stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't feel that he's often that clever. No. So, But when he is, he's good. I mean, he's made me laugh when we did things. blimp in my pants. That was hilarious. Okay, yes, that was. Okay, and I'm Lazy giving. Sunday. I'm going to give the credit to Yorma for that one, just because I because I, I want to. I don't know. I know them all, so I just call them myself. So. Okay, we partied together. So we're here we're on friends. T- we're here on TV. Then did you party with the Lonely Island guys? Look, YouTube meeting, hanging out. It's you partying, that party. whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You uh, you know. Look, you were, we're friends. You were in right? between bathroom breaks at YouTube. Okay, Look, exactly. I saw him in the hallway. I said hello. All right, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's what I'm going for. So just like with MC Hammer. So on television, let's go to TV, shall we? And uh, Rick uh, wrote in. There's the Eureka Christmas special. We don't pay enough Eureka. attention. Eureka. Did you watch it? Did you? No, I don't watch Eureka. Okay, I'm Eureka. sorry. I should. The Eureka with yeah. my Canadian I like friend the way Colin. You said that. You're all no. I don't watch Eureka. Eureka. I should. They, it's always some kind of crazy science goes crazy and affects like the whole weird town. Science? And in this one, something happened that affected the way everyone perceived things, mm-hmm. and they went through step by step all the different types of animated um, presentation, uh, pre- animated Christmas specials you could do, mm-hmm. including standard animation, claymation, stop motion animation for the whole through the whole episode, tying it in. To the sheriff, and anyway, I just loved yes. it. It was it and, was uh, so well yes, done. Eureka is 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 like number one on my retirement list again. It's like yeah. at this point, I want to find it. If if perhaps on a summer vacation, someone happened to throw three seasons at me, I would probably sit through. I would power through it and enjoy the heck out of it. You've you've missed the ones that had Felicia Day in it. That's okay. They'll catch up on. I'll catch up. Yeah, I'll catch up. But I, it's it's probably going to be it's on Sci-Fi. It'll probably be re, be replaying it throughout the next couple of weeks. So try and catch. But well, speaking it. of the animation, you saw Community last week, and I think we should be. I no, think, I missed it. What was, was I, that I the think, holiday or the singing one? No, the singing one's going to be this week. Okay, but I think that we should be pushing Community since it and doing our best to say because it is so clearly fanboy uh, uh, appealing. So sure. last week, Nick Crawl, who's uh, on the league. Uh, I didn't see it, so comedian. don't spoil it. Oh, okay. Well, it, it revolves around foosball. That's, a, that's one. And then halfway through, they go into anime. Interesting. And it is so brilliantly done. It's just like, this show knows exactly. And I don't know why people are, aren't... I don't because understand why supposedly... Big Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah. Which, and that's a juggernaut. There's an anime juggernaut. section in Eureka, too. Yeah, well, I, I assumed that because and what brought it up to me was that, of course, last year the Christmas special community was a claymation. Was, a claymation on, was yeah. great. Yep. So, um, and this year's Christmas special is the Glee Club. Okay. Uh, so, and they released the rap that they do for like it's like a minute long rap between Troy and Abed. Oh, which is great. So, by the way, me and a friend of work have started uh, doing the Troy Abed uh, high five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Working nice. on it. Working on it. All right. And finally, the Christmas. Wait, wait. I had before you wanted. Wait. Why, when I say finally, it's over. Well, no, because I was going to ask if you guys were watching that Grimm show. We, were you watching You've that? asked that question a couple times. No, I haven't. No. I think Michelle asked it last Other time. Other people have. And the answer to me is I watched no. the first episode. I watched episode, the first one and nothing and about that's it. that's it? No, I like the guy that's kind of the big red wolf analog. I was gonna say, there's a guy he like keeps shaking and he turns into a wolf. Is that guy a wolf? Uh, yeah. Well, they don't. They're not really. You know, they're like those characters. It, it was very mm, unclear. Yeah. Um, 
I honestly, I thought you gave up on it. You don't. What I saw in the first episode was I didn't think it was that well written. I didn't think it was that well acted. The lead character, who was a contestant on Road Rules, that's you know that's the way into fame. I don't have a problem with that as an actor. If you can't act, and he he reminds me of a bad a bad acting Brandon Routh. I look at him, and he looks just like Brandon Routh to me. Oh, by the way, Dylan Dog is on Netflix, so I am gonna watch it. Okay, I gotta watch that. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I have not enjoyed that show. So finally, so finally, what we've, what Rick and I have been begging for to show up uh, on Blu-ray for months, nay, perhaps years, the Rocketeer will arrive next Tuesday. Big smiles. But the magic mailbox delivered it for a twentieth anniversary Blu-ray uh, edition. It is bare bones. So no, I'm sorry to say that all the, I, I'm not sorry to say because it's still a great film and the transfer is really good. It's nice seeing it on Blu-ray. And the only extra they offer is the original theatrical trailer. So it's <laughs> not really an extra alternate Spanish language. Johnson yeah, there's a, yeah, you can watch it in Spanish. Uh, and it's funny because it still has that disclaimer about any uh, opinions expressed. I'm like, what opinions? I want opinions. They didn't bring anybody back for it. Yeah. So it's gonna you know so it's a bare bones package, but it's still. It's a movie that I watch it on a night. It's still holds up. It's if you haven't seen The Rocketeer, and it's being marketed as from the director of Captain America, yeah. and that's why Joe Johnston was offered Captain America because he handled the period so well with The Rocketeer. Yeah, and there are some visual things, ideas that that are in The Rocketeer that he reused for Captain America, but just a, a great film. And now I'm I'm coming to believe that it was just released at absolutely the wrong time, and that. You know, if The Rocketeer was a new film today, people would have gone with better effects. Well, just give it a few years. They're going to remake it. In 3D. They remake everything. Oh, it hurts me. But uh, it's, it's a classic. So this is a chance for Christmas. That's, That's good, my final recommendation. Get this yes. movie. Uh, I'm going to show it to my son this weekend. We're going to have some fun. And I'm we're looking at it from a nostalgic point of view. If you haven't seen this movie. I've never seen it. It's a you've great. Never, you've never seen The Rocketeer? I've oh, seen like a part here or there. Okay, Jennifer Connelly. Young, yeah, yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Uh-huh, yeah, Timothy yeah. Dalton, fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, villain. villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bill William Campbell, who should have been a star from that movie, yeah. and he's now you know he's kind of he's bouncing washed around. up forty four hundred. No. Yeah, he's killing. Been on shows. I mean, he's doing okay, but it's just like he's working. He should have been a movie star. Special effects by Industrial Lights and uh, Industrial Magic. Light and Magic. Uh, Rick Baker got got involved with some yeah. makeup for the uh, for one of the minor villains. Uh, it's just a. Oh, it's fun got the Tor Johnson guy in it. Yeah, not it? Tor Johnson. Uh, uh, Rondo Hatton. The Ron- oh, right, right, right. So uh, it's it's really it's just fun, and there's some great shots, just moments that I rewatched and go like they're things scenes that I will always remember, just the way it was done. It's cool, yeah. and I'm so pleased that it's that it's going to be available this Christmas. So, can uh, I come over and watch it with you and your son? <laughs> Ooh. I'm torn. <laughs> what? You know why. Um, so, maybe. Pariah. Maybe. <coughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that's it. Uh, next week, we may have some more gift recommendations. Things we... More? Yeah. No. You might. It. I mean, oh. there's still time to shop, right? Come on. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, if you have any... And if you have any suggestions as a listener, we'll and be, say, what about this? We love this. We will undoubtedly have a big holiday episode on the 21st that will get out before Christmas. So, yeah. you... Christmas Day, you can download us, listen to us. And Are then we going to play Secret and Santa? Then go and, watch, and then go watch the... And when you're the, tired uh, of listening to your family fight, come down to our podcast. You can you can listen to us on Christmas Day and, and then... And we're going to fight. 
and then watch Doctor Who. Ah, uh, the lion. No, the doctor, the widow, and the wardrobe. Yeah. So, uh, so if you have any suggestions, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Until next time, I'm Derek McCall, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Lon, Father Christmas Lopez. And I'm just Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. Ho, ho, ho. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.